So, as we uh, continue to talk about the competition, and whatnot, so we touched a little bit last time about uh, taking clients. Uh, somebody is about to make a purchase and interfering with that uh, process. And then there's a, another category which is really subject to debate. It's called marufya. Don't know the origin of the, uh, of the term, but the way they translate it here is steady clients. So what this refers to is marufya hainu lukuchos kvos. So marufya is somebody who is a steady client. Yesh poskim hasovim, and there are poskim who hold, sh'asal anasas limshoch lukuchos kvos shal achal atzmo. To go ahead and try and hop somebody else's steady client is something which is aser. So we're not even talking about, as trying to think of, a, of an example, we're not even talking about that you have your car insurance with somebody, and you've had it with them for, for years and years and years, and you try and draw somebody, take him as to, to get car insurance from you rather than his current uh, uh, insurance guy. Because that may be that you're interfering while he has an active relationship with that person. Here we're talking about, let's say, somebody who's your, your mechanic. So you don't have an ongoing relationship with that person, but every time you have an issue with the car, so you go to, you inevitably you always end up going to that same person. And somebody else comes along and says, hey, you know, next time you have a problem with your car, come by me. I'm cheaper, I'm better, um, whatever it happens to be. So this is that kaim gamka shirka ace adain ain shumaso Like we said, according to those who hold that this is prohibited, this is true. Even though right now in the moment the person you don't have any car issues, I'm just telling you in advance. Next time you have a car issue, come to me. But once there is confidence in the uh, from the mocher from the seller or the service provider, that he knows that every time this person has a car issue, they always come to me. As far as I know, they always come to me, and I'm expecting their business. So this opinion maintains that it would be prohibited to go ahead and approach that person, that customer, and say, I'll do better car repair, I'll do it for cheaper, I'll do for whatever it is. Is this only active, or is this passive if you sent out coupons? In a- oh, so hold on, we're, we're, we're just in the introduction now. So now, So the Ramah brings down two different opinions about whether it's Aser, one saying it is, one saying it's not. And this is something which is a lengthy discussion with many, many details. And we don't have time for all of those, uh, all of those details. However, <laughs> now let's say the customer comes to you and says, hey, I heard you just got your mechanics uh, degree license. You just opened up a shop. You know, would you be interested in some business? So then, so then everybody agrees that you could say yes. There's no problem with that. If the customer came to you, so then there's no problem to go ahead and sell him that stuff or, to, or for him to provide that service. And here's where it becomes a little bit difficult to, uh, to pin down exactly the, uh, what's mutter or not. But you're allowed to go ahead and you're allowed to put out advertisements. So if you're a new mechanic in town, so you can send out in Chicago Jewish advertisers or whatever the things which go out, which advertise people's business or an achenu. So you're allowed to go ahead and publicize the fact that you are a mechanic, good quality, cheap prices, whatever it is. And then if the person happens to be looking for somebody, so then he'll find your name. But as long as you're not directly approaching that person, provided that you don't approach the person directly. So this is where things get a little bit difficult. Let's say I don't approach the person directly, but right outside his home I put a sign. <laughs> you know, saying that there's, you know, I'm advertising my, uh, my, uh, my services as a mechanic. So where you're going to draw the line in terms of what's just a general advertisement, and if he sees it, he sees it, if he doesn't, he doesn't, and what's considered to be a little bit more directed, so then that becomes... You know, it's, a, it's really a judgment call on a case-by-case basis. 
Um, now he says one last halacha tonight. The whole Isser applies only when the merchant or the service provider is confident that this customer is going to use him because he always has. Too many words for me that are modern. He says that in the event that you go ahead and you try and grab customers, people uh, attract customers by telemarketing, they go ahead and they make cold calls and they just, uh, you know, I've been getting calls from the police something trying to raise uh, some money. As many times I tell them to stop. So they, uh, they, they keep calling. I think they call more when I tell them to stop. Ukedoma. Shuv ain't smichazdas. So if people regularly get calls for these types of things and people respond positively, so then, and the merchants know that there are people who are out there. Shuv ain't smichazdas. So then there's no confidence that the merchant has that the customers are going to continue to come because they're constantly being bombarded with offers for the same product or the same service for cheaper and better and all of those, all of those things. So there's no smichas das. There's no confidence that the customers that you have today you're going to be able to keep. Certainly when there are also non-Jews who will open up mechanics shops and they're not bound by the halachas marufia of those types of restrictions. So once anybody could go ahead and they could, uh, they could uh, telemarket and they could directly approach people and it's not something which is illegal and therefore it's essentially an open market, so then if the customers are anyways receiving, uh, cut, uh, receiving phone calls or solicitations from other people to go ahead and buy their insurance, do their car work by this person, whatever it happens to be. So once that's happening anyways, so there's no reason you as a Jewish merchant in the same business shouldn't be able to do the same thing. So it only happens, it only uh, arises, the Shiloh only arises in the event that it's something which is pretty much a, uh, a closed market. Yes. In Eretz Yisrael. Uh, yeah, so that, that makes an interesting question when the other people may not be religious who also don't feel bound by that halacha. In, pr- in practicality, where there's people who are not going to be subscribing to the, uh, to the halacha, so then it's likely that we would not handicap the religious ones and say, you can't do it. The other ones, they could go ahead and they could directly solicit, but you're not allowed to. Is there anything wrong with the original halacha for a customer who No, one, but no. The 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 us the this is on the competition to compete in that way. There's no way on the customer to go to somebody else. That's his, uh, that remains his prerogative. <laughs>